Okay, so we're being recorded now, and I should probably go ahead and put in my earphones just in case, so that we do not have the echo. What? 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 I I don't don't know no under. Ladies and gentlemen, that's pretty good. Wow. Please please picking up the white courtesy telephone. Your pizza today is ready, dude. Now I realized looking back when I when we were talking last time. Yes. I said a lot of I am seeing. I am seeing this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When we were talking about, and I don't know whether that's proper. I I, I don't have any problem with well, it. Well, okay. I think I am seeing a thing. Oh, you know, it's like uh, I am having a vision. Well, that's I what see. I didn't want it to sound like that. Yeah, that's what. But, you know. but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord spaketh unto me. <laughs> Periwinkle skies. Yes. <laughs> Pumpernickel. 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 Uh, we're, this, this week it's Periwinkle. We're just going to stay with P. Pumpernickel skies. P colors. Welcome to Crucible of Realms. I'm Jim. I'm John. And I'm, and I'm Kent. One thing I was thinking about was that perhaps, uh, do we want since we did fantasy last week, and since we want to just get through at least figure out how what our procedure are, is for like basic types, do we want to do sci-fi this week. That works. So, what type of sci-fi? What manner of science fictional thingy do we want? Do do we want to do like spacefaring sci-fi, or do we want to do something just bound to one particular uh, planet? Want to do a Running Man esque world? Running Man, uh, tell me about the Running Man. Oh, I'm I'm not familiar. Really? Are you? Yes, okay. I'm culturally bereft. Oh, the Running Man um, is a Stephen King short story written as Bachman. I think it's one of his Bachman books. Okay. Um, basically, it's a, a dystopian, you know, it's 15 minutes from now kind of future where basically if you go to jail, you can, if offered by the, the, the network, the television network, you can get amnesty if you join a television program called The Running Man where you're put in an arena a huge, you know, open-air arena, a park even, and you have to survive. Um, and they send in gladiators, essentially, so it's a gladiator kind of world. Okay, that sounds cool to me. There's also a, an interesting series of, they're called young adult novels, but it don't. the theme is, is very much called The Hunger Games, with a similar theme. Yeah. And it's a real dystopian future where the United States underwent a civil war and the middle won. And so now the the main parts of the United States, the capital and the civilized area, are around the Rocky Mountain states. Colorado is or Denver right. is the capital. Yeah. And the rest of the areas there are districts. And to show their submission, once a year, each district has to send a boy and a girl to participate in the Hunger Games, where basically they have to fight each other and kill yeah. each other. Well, that sounds cool. It sounds like kind. Of, so, so shall we do our own kind of uh, Orwellian dystopia type thing? That's what I was thinking. Can't? Okay. I, I like yeah, it. yeah, that's fun. All right, cool. So, do we want to do this as a future of a future Earth? I would think so. Okay. So. Okay. All right. So let's see. Now, this uh, since it's a version of Earth, obviously there are certain things we don't have to worry about coming up with. But um, other things that we do. <laughs> right. So let's see. Well, first of all, I guess we need to figure out when we're positioning this roughly. Is like, is it an alternate Earth or is it like a far future based on our current Earth? I always think maybe 50 to 100 years in the future. Just mm-hmm. uh, just far enough to be where there's the some... 22nd century, yeah. Be some believable 
tech that's beyond our existing tech, but not too far so that, you know, you don't have transporters and which is kind of the watershed for yeah. real high sci-fi kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. What is it? It's the so right now it's the 21st century. So we go say like 22nd century. Late yep. 21st, 20, early 22nd. Yeah. All right. And what has happened? <laughs> or maybe we need to figure out what we want first, and then we can figure out how to make it happen. Uh, we can go either way. <clears throat> what part of the world do we want to focus on? Do we want to foc- Do we want to try to do the the whole planet right now, or do we want to just uh, zone in on like a particular region? I'm open to ideas. Uh... <laughs> do we want to say future of Europe, future of America, future of? Well, I guess we should probably address future of America. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> although it, it might be fun to, you know, I would think it would be interesting to delve into the whole what's going to happen when China and India, yeah, eventually <laughs> probably square off. But well, I mean, yeah, it's it that that well, might that, be part the thing of the, is that yeah, the way things work now, you know, we have a lot that we deal with globally. Um, so it's, it's going to come into play. We're going to have to address it. We just need to kind of figure out, uh, what we want things to, I guess maybe we should figure out what we want things to, we start to want things looking like, and then maybe we can figure out how we got there. Um, (laughs) unless anyone has any ideas about, you know, things, things like I said, we can jump around as much as we want here. Well, in the running man, everything was like, uh, the society outside the realm of the, um, the games was pretty bleak. I mean, there was a definite rift between like the squatters and the people that had money. I I do kind of like the, uh, the, the sort of dystopian thing where you have, uh, kind of companies are running a lot of things. Yep. Um, and I, I am feeling a, a heavy sort of media influence on this one. I, uh, my, uh, my exposure of course, to anything like this is, is somewhat limited to, uh, uh, things like Max Headroom, uh, where it was like there was this big, you know, ratings were kind of important to like everyone's businesses. But uh, yeah, so it's like maybe there's some reason why there's this massive media conglomerate of some kind that's gained more power than it should have. Right. And uh, well, to provide entertainment for the masses. Yeah. So maybe Rupert Murdoch succeeded in his plan. <laughs> yeah, and, and and well, and, and maybe maybe that's what part of what's going on around the world. Maybe the war is being fought by corporations. I can by, easily see that. But you know, you, you've got uh, you know not only McDonald Douglas, but you might have McDonald's or, or these nuclear missiles are brought to you by McDonald's. By McDonald's. <laughs> You deserve a break today. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> oh, I love it. Or Taco but Bell, you better run for the border. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Run hard. So rather than then maybe maybe that's the way we go with this is that maybe maybe it's it's World War Corporation, you know, where where there aren't really Countries, but there are corporations. Okay, well, maybe uh, if we say there's a thing, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, just because of the whole way online identity seems to patch into everyone these days, right? Uh, maybe if it's like um, a thing not entirely unlike Google versus a thing not entirely like whoever it is, whatever media company perhaps buys Facebook in the future. Um, and there's, there's this, uh, major sort of content war that goes on between them. Right. And, and you've got and, all these uh, other, yeah. And it got, sort of bleeds over into them actually making deals with, uh, governments to the point that there's, uh, right. That there, Until there's, there's no like, line between the corporations and the governments. So you might have Baidu, which is China's biggest, uh, Google, Google-esque. Baidu? Baidu. Or, or maybe, uh, I, I keep thinking maybe we should, like, make up names eventually. Just oh, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in the meantime, we can call them, you know, what we're basing them sort of on. But, uh, <laughs> ah, transparency! Um, but, um, final version, it's something else. But uh, maybe there's, 
a thing where there's there's enough of a, a thing between different people that identify with the different networks. Maybe they're so tied in that they end up... It, it'd be more like a sort of a guerrilla war, almost, I would say, um, where it's not necessarily, quote-unquote, government-sanctioned, but people end up fighting each other um, because they are... Uh, sort of, I guess, gangs put together by the very large organizations put together by these networks. So we were talking like a cyber war type thing, as well as conventional yeah. war? I think that like might be cool. William Shatner's Tech Wars? Yeah, kind of. I, I've never actually read those, but I did see the... I, I saw the miniseries. I read some of the comic books. We have companies involved in Tech Wars, as well as the media group providing global entertainment to the uneducated masses for their simple pleasure of watching people die. Well, I think it's always, I think it's going to definitely start with televised executions. I think we've started having those now actually. I'm not sure. Right. And I don't know but, I'm not but, necessarily wedded to the running man idea, but something like that. Maybe Yeah. Yeah. Maybe more squad combat, you know. This Black Ops squad sponsored by, you know, Nike. And uh, well, yeah, because there's gonna be this whole side thing where you bet on uh, where you bet on different teams. Right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so you've got these squad like a, combat that is sponsored. Like a paintball type thing. Yeah. Except for with real bullets. Oh. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so what would have happened to have caused? I don't want to say humanity, but uh, legality to get to the point that. People are no longer concerned about this. Was there a major collapse of some kind? Of course. We went into a single world government, and then that collapsed. Ooh, I like that. Mm. So we did the one world government, okay. Maybe it was something like the UN, or uh, Mm -hmm. something that looked like the UN. But maybe they had really... The larger of the two big corporations was actually funneling money through it. Yep. Fashion. And so now it's now it's all it's that's been dissolved and now the corporations run the thing. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's what happened to the all those clients that when the colonizers leave, it's kind of yeah. try to hold on to the old glory but it's but it's gone. So let's say the was the one world government sponsored by the uh the Google esque uh thing or by the Baidu esque uh thing? <laughs> By the American company or the Chinese company? Let's just put it out there. I would see it as the as the uh, the Chinese, but I don't know. So there's <laughs> rudimentary because that, because that makes the other company the rebels, sort of. Well, uh, yes and no. Yes and no. <laughs> well, I don't know that you know. At this point, it's more you know. At least, well, yeah. Now yeah. it's not going to matter as much. Right. At this um, point, the bigger structure has collapsed, and we're headed into a kind of a I don't know what you would call it feudal. But it wouldn't probably wouldn't be far from that where yeah. people are starting to yeah where it's like they they ally with particular uh, things that are almost like their liege lords right um, but they're brands yes exactly they're liege brands yeah, depending on what uh, which of the two major camps they ended up with. Well, there's some minor, minor ones too, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, th- th- those actually going to be my next question. Do you guys want there to be just like two major factions, or do you want more major factions? Two major. I like I like the two major with a multiplicity I, of minors, like minors that, and there are are swing. You know, there's there's crossover. There's swing yep. people in the middle going. Ever? Um, oh, what is his name? It was Albania. Tito. You know, he fought the Nazis, he kicked the Nazis out of his country, and then the Russians came to his door after World War II, and he's like, no. And, and he stood up to the Russians, too. It was, it was a, it's one of those things. So, at any rate, that's, that's, you want somebody yeah. in the middle. And then he played the United States against the Russians, and the Russians against the United States to keep his country free. So that was the idea, and I grossly, if you're, if there are history majors out there, I grossly mangled that story. So <laughs> don't worry, there are. <laughs> we know some of them. They'll probably listen. <laughs> yeah. No, right. I'm talking about you, I, Walt. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I think there's there's people in the middle. It's the only thing that's kept the two from really going 
head on against each other is that neither side is sure of their victory. Well, and you can only get so far with what you have if you're largely based on media and popularity and you're trying to run with people's opinions. If yeah, if, if Public opinion is really fickle, so you have to, to appear magnanimous. But we have to go back to... There had to be something to to pacify the masses, uh, masses uh, at least on some level, for the for something like this to happen. So what what's that? Oh yeah, well we need to figure out. Well, I, I think first we need to go back just a step further and figure out what ex- what it is that happened that caused the one world government to collapse. I can see us end- ending up in a one world government, and that 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 I don't think we need to worry about the steps to get there so much, but. Was it some sort of event? Was there some sort of internal, like a what would then by definition be a civil war? What do we think would have caused the government to just go under? Was there a rebellion of some kind? Or was mm. there some sort of devastation? Uh, was there an accident? I'm just throwing out ideas. Maybe collapsed under its own weight after... Because nobody really tried to... Nobody's ever really successfully ruled that huge a number of... World economic, yeah. That would be insane. But yeah, I could see where after 20 years it would just crush... It it just fell in upon itself. There was no way to balance the the power. Balance the, you know, the demands of the people with the supply that was was out there. Here's a crazy idea. Oh? Um, Let us say for a moment, because I was trying to think... Maybe if we needed to have something that, uh, a way to make sure that the government was on thin ice. Because this is good, because I actually once heard this from a conspiracy theorist. What if the way that they got the one world government in the first place, since this is only like 50 to 100 years from now, um, maybe there was some evidence that came up of a threat from outside the world, some sort of alien threat. Okay. There wasn't any, but there was the perception of one that was created by one of these companies. And it got everyone scared enough that they that the nations finally agreed to a single government. And then mm. say they did uh, they they were able to carry out certain things over a period of time. They had to say eventually, "Oh, the threat's no longer there," whether it was or not. And uh, so you think that threat's like a an asteroid a, that was headed our way? No, it's... I mean, uh, CGI. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's what something that would make everyone come together and want to join with one another, rather, and as a as a whole world to rebel yeah. against. You know. Well, maybe say a building blows up for no apparent reason, a a well known building, and. Then a transmission of some kind is received. They're not able to really piece together very well where it's from. Perhaps there's no video. Perhaps it's only audio. And then eventually uh, it is declared that this is a a threat from from another galaxy. Mm-hmm. And that the planet Earth must bind together and work toward a defensive technology. And so they start doing that. They basically get the one world government in place. But then perhaps it's discovered that eventually that this was a hoax. By that point, you've already got the one world government in place. But mm-hmm. perhaps there's the point where there's armed rioting. Uh, perhaps there's the point that uh, things just kind of break down. There's enough of a, 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 I guess, a civil rebellion, essentially. You have people from a second movement, or a number of other movements, but say primarily a second movement come up to try to take the government down and enough damage is done that the government itself does not survive. It's just something where it's like eventually they have to pull out. How much devastation do we want? (laughs) I'm just going to lay it out there. (laughs) Do we want to go post-apocalyptic? Do we want to go where it's not necessarily uh, post-apocalyptic, but it's just just dystopian? I I don't think apocalyptic, because I don't think... Okay. I don't think you would have a nuclear exchange in a corporation-run world. Okay. You're, unless it is to try to get rid of indigenous people sitting on top of resources. We could okay. always have like the Earth itself acting as a as a neutralizer, um, in, similar to um, the day after tomorrow, where the polar caps are just frozen over hard and only leaves like the equatorial regions for us to to really live in. 
So the Earth itself is correcting its, you know, its imbalance. Uh, I'm not familiar with the day after tomorrow, but... Um, oh, wow. Okay. The idea of, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, basically, these... Um, I see what you're saying. Go ahead. Due to everybody's, you know, they're, they're talking about greenhouse effects and the polar ice caps melting. Well, it raises the, the temperature of the actual seas. The oceans are actually raised, you know, a couple of degrees, and that small amount changes weather patterns to where these huge hurricanes, they would encompass, like, several states, you know, are just formed over each continent and basically freeze everything. And the 48th parallel up is all, like, uninhabitable. So now we only get to live from the 48th down, and, and the 48th is like what Canada used to be, you know what I mean? Like tundra. I like that maybe there is some sort of envi- environmental problem going on, but I think for the purpose of this world, I think it might be cool if it were somehow um, a, a man-made problem, specifically. And I'm not talking... I, I mean something more immediate than the issues with global warming. What I'm thinking is that maybe... When the One World Government was put in place, there was some sort of world network thing. Perhaps part of what they were doing involved weather control, say. Yep. There was some sort of world dome they were putting in place for defense, right? And part of it, perhaps, involved how they were using the weather to try to uh, deal with things. Now, this is all, obviously, I... This, <laughs> I think any type of science fiction I try to come up with is going to be soft science fiction because I don't have a, an incredibly firm grasp of a lot of scientific principles. So I know that there may be scientists out there listening right now who are wanting to throw rocks at us. But, but theoretically speaking here, maybe we have a case in which uh, there is some kind of... I, I, I'm calling it a world dome, but it need not be an, an actual dome. But something that goes around the world and maybe, maybe it didn't work quite the way that they thought it would. Mm-hmm. And maybe once the unrest ended up happening, maybe there we had something like a similar effect where you have things up north got much colder, so people started living kind of a uh, little bit, little bit further south. And then you have, say, the world divided into a number of factions, which largely self-identify through these networks that have come up to not only entertain but also connect everyone and below the surface control everyone. Oh, exactly. That that, that is the point, is it not? <laughs> so do they do we have some future version of the internet? Oh yeah, that's they, that I think is critical to the whole thing. Right, they, do we have some sort of uh, obviously it has to be well beyond that. It has to be something that you yeah. know, beams the, into your brain directly the, or <laughs> the ultranet. Yeah, because we may by then we'd have the technology to do that. We actually, I, I think we have some of that now, almost, because we have things where you can affect the optic nerve. It'll be in our lifetime. Can see things. Yeah, yeah. So I can see that working. But we go at least a little bit transhumanist here, and we have it so that people are connected with the technology kind of directly. I like that. Okay, we're not to the surrogates level, though, though are we? No, no, no. Or maybe, maybe, or maybe I could see sections. Yeah, I was thinking maybe like one faction is more into the transhuman aspect than than the other. Okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe the what was formerly the Chinese faction might be the ones that have implanted people as a means of keeping track of them, but also as a means for them to communicate with each other. Should we say mm-hmm. Asian and not Chinese? That would probably help. But I think I did earlier, so I'm not. That wasn't. Oh, well, so did I. So that wasn't because I was like, okay, no, we're not implying anything. <laughs> we're, we're not implying anything in particular about any country. We're just trying to figure out the... Uh, it's uh, it's funny, I, I, just uh, as, a, as a brief aside, there was a comedy group called Beyond the Fringe, which you may or may not be familiar with. I've heard of them. And they had one uh, sketch they did where they were talking about uh, hypothetical future nuclear meltdowns, and they kept talking about it, and... and and so we would have this unnamed aggressors, and uh, at one point he says, and so we would then go to drop our missiles on Russia, on the unnamed aggressors. Uh, yeah. Same kind of thing. It's, it's a Freudian <laughs> thing. It's, 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 right. If it's not one thing, it's your mother. Right? Yeah. So let's see, we've got one faction that, that uses direct neural interface as a matter of course, and that is something that previously included a good portion of Asia. And... Then we have a second faction. Maybe they're more personal device-based. Yeah. The I faction. I can see that. That had included places like America. And actually, I can kind of see 
Now, geographically, it's very simple to just sort of map out sections, but part of me is thinking maybe in one faction would be a good portion of Asia and maybe some of the western United States. In the other faction would be the eastern United States and Europe. I could see that. Does that sound yeah, good? Make that line at the at the Rockies, kind of. Yeah. The Rockies yeah. west. Does that work for you, man? Yep, yep, sounds good. Uh, what do we want to do with the rest of North America? Above the, uh, too far north and it's frozen over. Uh, so we go further south, and so what do we want to do with Mexico. sort of Mexico and everything south of Mexico? Do we want them to pick sides, or do we want them to have their own faction? I think Mexico picks sides, and then I think South America and Africa are kind of... Think they team up or that they have their own things? They, well, they're, they're more divided, you know. It's not a matter of a block with them. Yeah. This country's going, you know, maybe Brazil's going with countries that it's not connected to. Yeah, uh, yeah, easily. Right. easily. Well, yeah, and I, I can see that happening all over the place. Like, for example, I could see Japan, just to pick a place randomly, um, <laughs> might be allying itself with the eastern U.S. rather than the western U.S. Right. Pardon the me. same thing with Australia and... Yeah, we're dividing up the northern hemisphere very easily, but the southern hemisphere is where it gets different and interesting, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I can see that being workable. That's cool. Okay. And so, getting back to this kind of the idea of, of kind of a shadow or a cold war, it might be actions against entities in those nominally aligned countries. You know, the the corporations are trying to sway this country or this area, to their cause versus the other other major factions, those kind of things. And maybe there is a kind of a, a subcurrent oh, yeah. where, where, uh, where a third faction is kind of brewing under the surface. That'd be cool. Another thought is that it's entirely possible for regions to change hands just by a matter of votes over the, over the web. Right. I can see that. If enough people in one faction <laughs> use Foursquare, maybe they oust the other faction they can, there. If you if you plus one on this G plus user, nice. Well, let's talk about uh, a little bit what kind of cool toys there are because that's also what a lot of this uh, future stuff may come down to. Or not even cool toys, but just cool things that we want there to be in this world that we can then assign to one side or another or another. What kind of stuff do we want to see in here? Do we want robots, for example? Definitely on one side and and probably limited on the other. I think there would be the surrogate kind of the where you can put your brain, you know, you can hook your hardwire your brain into a robot on one side. Yeah. So maybe the uh, we need to give these things names. Right. I, at least the factions, so we have something to call them for the moment. I'm, I'm perfectly happy for the moment calling Eastern U.S. and parts of Europe the I faction, but uh, um. we should probably call it something else. At some point. At least I need something to say other than just Asia and Western U.S. The Ring of Fire. Along the eastern U.S. coast, up all the way to Alaska and down the uh, the Asian coast. Western coast. Not yeah, the, the, I meant to say Western. Yeah, I meant Western. It's it's the Ring of Fire. It's the volcanoes. It's, oh. That's what they call that general area. We can use that for now, at least. Right. Until we, until we actually get to more formal naming and stuff. Or it actually needs a corporation name, doesn't it? Like it does. Intel Corp. Or no, there, there is an Intel. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, there's going to be almost everything you can think of. How about we call it Ring Corps? Ring Corps? Okay. Guaranteed there's a Ring Corps out there, though. There probably is. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Ring Corps, and we have... Funny, by the way, while I'm uh, Googling Ringcore, uh-huh. it's mostly things that have other names in front of them. Uh, so we might be okay. And this is this is a fictional thing. We're not actually... Right, we're not... Uh, yeah. Any similarities to anything, any persons living or dead is merely coincidental. That's correct. And uh, the other faction, which uh, we're saying is more perhaps device-based, would be uh, that we've got the Eastern Seaboard, and we've got... <laughs> The triangle. Triangle core. <laughs> Tricore? Tricore. Okay. You can call them that for now anyway. We can come up with better names than we Right. Can. Yeah, they shouldn't both be core. Right. That's, that's sort of what I was thinking. And then there are going to be the unaligned or the the unincorporated. That's great. I can see them, the, these two corporations, viewing the rest of the world as the unincorporated. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> 
and that's that's basically the rest of the world. Sorry, rest of the world. We're yeah. We we we'll get to you later. Uh, <laughs> really not looking down on you. You were smart enough to stay out of it. That's right. <laughs> Actually, oh, well, what the heck? Since we're here, we are. We're we, are. we are. I don't know where here is. I'm actually just looking up something about the number three. See if I can come up with something a little better here. Oh, prime. Ooh. Something with the word prime in it. That doesn't help. Yeah, I, I, Does it? Prime, I think. Prime? The prime number prime? Has yeah. a prime number? Prime. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was looking. So how about if the uh, Eastern U.S. and Europe is called, like, prime something? The prime foundation? Good. I like that. It's funny, really, because it sounds more Eastern, but it ends up with a more Western name. But I actually kind of like that uh, juxtaposition. So we have Ring Corps and we have the Prime Foundation as our two major players. Okay, good, excellent. And uh, Ring Corps has more cybernetic stuff and direct web enhancements. Are we going to do wetware versus hardware, I guess you would say? Is that where we're going with that? Now, wetware in this case being biotech. Yeah, actually attached to, permanently attached to your body. Well, yeah, I was thinking that it would be that Ringcore would uh, sponsor more direct attachments. Right. Whereas the Prime Foundation, while it would have stuff like that, probably is more focused on external devices. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because they have a more sort of Star Trek aesthetic they're trying to follow. Right. This is when I come back to the robot question. Are there self-aware robots on this world, or are they all directly controlled, or like the ones we have now? Or uh... I think there probably are some. They're probably more likely to be in the ring core areas than... Okay, so... Uh, are there AI, I guess, would be the other question. Yeah, actually, that's the broader question, really. Who has the better AI technology? And what I'm wondering is, would the better AI technology be with the side that has the biotech, or would it be with the side that keeps it external? I would think it would be with the side with the biotech, personally. Mm -hmm. Because that's where we're going to probably get AI, by modeling the human brain, or, or animal brains, even, for that matter. Okay, well then, let me ask you this. Is Ringcore the one that has the edge now? Are they the slightly bigger one? Do they have the edge then? I would think so, yeah. Are they the ones then that are sponsoring the games, or is that the other one? Maybe it's sort of their version of the Olympics. Easily could be. Yeah, it's uh, this thing that they use. Oh yeah, that's right. They have the games, and then they have the the teams that go to fight each other that are kind of like. Yeah, I, I almost think... want to say I almost want to model them on paintball teams, except they're using live ammo. Right. It's, yeah, I think it's their Olympics. I think it's their way of. You know, and so national pride and pride in your side kind of rides shotgun on all this. Well, then, so that being the case, are the games something that the Prime Foundation also participates in? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. I think they fight each other over it. Okay. That's what I think. Maybe that's how their battles are decided now. That's really the most aggression they can take out against each other. <laughs> right. It's the whole, you know... Maybe that's how they settle disputes. Right. <laughs> right. If they, yeah, if they go at each other straight up, there's too much force involved and lots of people die okay. this way. Yeah, I can see that. This is actually going to be very interesting because in this future world, it seems as though physical borders are almost really not a major issue. Right. Just uh, like the internet has eliminated a lot of you have to be a certain place to have a certain job. So do you think these contests could then these contests could take place anywhere? Right. And they probably should. I think they rotate venues. Yeah. They probably happen I guess yearly. I would think yearly. Or do you think less? Well I'd say it would happen whenever that there's a major issue to decide. Or have it, or or do uh cities vie for the I think honor. maybe I think maybe what they'll do is they'll fold the Olympics into something similar to this so that they are at once perhaps a bit harsher than <laughs> the Olympics are now. But the Olympics you still have people voting mm -hmm. for to get a hold of, say, every four years. But these more specific team contests, gladiatorial stuff that would happen more often, or really just whenever there is a major issue of policy to decide between the different factions. Right. It's whoever's team wins that basically decides things. And maybe they actually do schedule it kind of like major sporting events, kind of the way that we do with football and other sports of that ilk. Right. Uh, no, I think so too. I think that maybe the government's could agree on, hey, this is a um, special one. Yeah. 
given a in a given period. Well, I, there are always little things going back and forth, right? Um, you know, trade issues and such like that. So you can keep it going for as many contests as you want to have. But yeah, maybe there will be special points at which they have and major I, contests. Maybe it's on the on the idea of the World Cup, where um, individual cities, you know, states in our world get together and they have their own teams and then those teams compete against each other and kind of form a a national team in a lot of cases that finally go to the world cup and represent their country. So maybe that's what's going on in the, maybe the, the places like, uh, South America and Australia are the wild cards. You know, you're, you've got the big countries recruiting gladiators for, for better lack of a better term. Oh, that's good. I, I like, I like the idea. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say, I like gladiators. <laughs> you like movies about gladiators. <laughs> okay, cool. No, that's good. That's good. I like this. So let's see. The major tech for RingCore is this advanced AI and cybernetics. So what would be the major advancement or advantage that the Prime Foundation has? So they're more hardware-based. Yes. Right? So how are they going to compete with computers, I suppose you would say? Uh, well, it, they they both got computers, or with but uh, but with hardwired people. Yeah, yeah. So I know, and w- one thing I can think of is that maybe the major motor companies were on their side. I know we can maybe build on that a little bit. So exoskeletons and that, battle suits, battle suits, mechs. Ooh, do they have giant robots? <laughs> Everybody loves giant robots. They could. Maybe they. Uh, now here's a thought. Maybe um, the Prime Foundation has their external technology working, uh, how do I say this? The synergy with their external technology is better, maybe. Maybe they, they worked on ways for the devices to work Ooh. with each other ah. more easily. The only reason I'm thinking about that is that maybe it's like, maybe they ended up with Apple. <laughs> right, I see what you're saying. Or Google or something like that. No, I, I like it. Usually when you have a paradigm shift, Everybody has to shift. So you yeah. you got to come up with something that keeps them in the game. Oh, yeah. So it has to be something pretty dang good if they can outwork somebody. Maybe the fact is, is that their tech actually takes them really transhuman as far as strength. So you have exoskeletons. It advances in, in things like guns and lasers and that thing, that kind of stuff. Maybe like weapons and vehicles and things like that. Right, whereas, you know, if you're going wetware, you may have faster-than-fast reflexes and you've got yeah. vision implants and that whole... Yeah. From what I understand, the way that uh, this might work is that the side that has the better cyberware, essentially the better connections with AI, therefore, will come up with technological advancements sooner. Right. But perhaps what the other side will have is the ability and perhaps the funding in some way to implement things. Maybe the Prime Foundation is more popular. Right. Well, and there's always the wild card of a power source. Maybe um, the Prime Foundation has a, a way of beaming power in such a way that it you have limits on power for how to deliver power to organs and and those well, kind of things. Maybe they've come up with a way to do that. Maybe it's a uh, oh, what's his name? I'll think of it in a second. Tesla. Uh, Nikola Tesla kind of you know he wanted to do you know beam power to the masses. Okay. And that's what's kept them different. And you know, maybe somehow they ended up with that fiber optic technology that they've been working on. Strangely enough, right now in China. Well, no, they also did it in Australia, I think. I'm not sure. I would have to go back and check. I may just be making this up in my head. But there is a technology where they have already figured out how to teleport light. Oh, wow. yeah, the quantum entanglement kind of thing? Yeah, and, and they were looking at uh, applying it to fiber optics. Right. To make incredibly fast computers. Right, the whole quantum entanglement thing, is, yeah, that's going to be one of those. Maybe if there's something uh, that they do it that way, and that maybe that they have a, maybe, just in general, the, the Prime Foundation, just the areas that they're popular in, have greater access to things just like solar power, things that are more efficient, just in general. Right. Which can easily happen now if the planet's weather has been affected the way that we've been talking about where the, for lack of a better term, the Sky Dome went crazy, and the northern parts are more frozen, yeah, maybe that would work. Only certain areas have more access to things like sunlight in order to do solar power. Right. Well, and that could could go back to the whole, there were plans at one point under the global warming idea, basically huge solar mirrors to reflect 
only like, and it was only like 10% of the light. Yeah, I did hear about that. So that, you know, you get 10% less light. And so mm-hmm. it uh, offsets the, the, maybe that's part of that, the global conspiracy. Yeah. Maybe, that we but... spent billions of dollars trying to do this. Um, and either we found out that it was a big scam. Yeah. Or, or something of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. Prime happened to end up with the, with the ability for useful satellites. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. No, the, the idea, part of the idea is to collect solar energy up there and then beam it to Earth, and maybe Prime has the relay stations. Yeah. They control yeah. the the best of the yeah. of the relay stations, and so they have an overabundance of power. Where they were already going green for popular opinion reason, and uh, as a result, they just got a lot. Of, yeah, they, they happened to get lucky. When the revolution came, or whatever it was that happened that caused the government to... Maybe the government just disbanded at one point, just simply because things got so bad. Right, I can see it. What would make things so bad that the government would disband? Well, you know, worldwide flooding, things like that. So yeah, we're good, we've got that covered. Okay, that's good. When things went haywire, the the weather started messing up, and then a lot of people died. People started <laughs> calling for a particular form of representation. Perhaps uh, one of these companies in disguise did that and ended up with the majority of the votes to the point that it was like, okay, this is disbanding and we're now doing this. No, we're now doing this. And it right. ended up that. You, yeah. know, you just wake up one day and meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Yeah. For actually, most people. Yeah, that point was just like, oh, okay. Think, oh, you're in charge now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Move along, citizen. Oh, the the avatar changed. Okay. Nothing yeah. to see here. That's all it is. It was a change of avatar. That's all they noticed. Uh, okay, I guess I'll keep voting. We went from Periwinkle to Pumpernickel in our logo design. And... Yeah. <laughs> Little did they know what that meant. <laughs> all right, excellent. So let's uh, let's figure out a little bit about how these two different uh, organizations are structured just a little bit. We don't have to get into huge detail. We can be pretty vague here. I just kind of want to get a sense of it. Let's start with RingCore. What do we see as it's how it is structured and how it's out? I mean, they're both corporations, so they're going to be similar in that respect. But you know what I mean? How how it's structured in its outreach, I guess. I know on the one hand, we were talking about trying to do things that were it was like almost feudal with one of them. Do we want to do that with this one or do we want to do something different? Hmm. We can certainly. I think we should use it. Yeah, or it's like maybe if you're uh, if you're fighting for them, then you are like uh, you are like their knights. Maybe they have things that are not unlike virtual baronies, perhaps. Right, right. Something of that nature. You definitely have yep. that dynasty maybe with, kind of. Yeah, yeah maybe it's like uh, maybe with Ringcore, it's they're more like uh, warlords to a certain extent. Right. Because I kind of like the idea of getting a little bit of the Asian flavor in there. So the way that they were set up, kind of they. Who was they? Um, <laughs> well, the the different. Uh, well, you were talking about the different dynasties. Well, but um, uh, yeah, just uh, that kind of idea. The yeah, I like that. Do you think that they're maybe they're slightly more war aspected, just because of the uh, what they've been sort of hedging against? They're all sort of preparing. They're uh, that's why they are making sure people have cybernetics and all that, so that they can right they, themselves hedge up that kind of thing. Right. I can see one side being in the in the lead, but their projections, you know, being good corporate citizens, they're doing their future projections. And most of and and the preposity of their their projections show them going down to a defeat because of resources or something. Okay. And that's so, maybe they're more aggressive now because they're afraid that if they wait they won't have any chance. Yeah. So maybe it's like an empire in a way. We we don't necessarily have to call it that, but I was trying to think of how that kind of thing would be structured. Basically, well, yeah, where I guess basically you'd have like different baronies of a sort that are set up not necessarily even around places. Maybe some around places, but others around concepts. Right. Like people who are really into thing X or thing Y. Right. And there, yeah, there there might be you know these are the. The groups that body modifications are their, their yeah. thing. And um, the particular types of modifications maybe are warrant different. Is barony a good word? I guess it could be. Yeah, that works. We have a board that uses baronies to oversee their different areas. Yep. Concept baronies, I like that. Yeah. Right, yeah, we're gonna have to we need to take this back to the this is a corporation model too, so yeah. we have the CEO 
chief yeah. executive officer. We've got the CIO, the chief information officer. So there you've got your secret police. Uh, Ooh, I like that. Um, you've got the COO, who's the chief operations officer. And then you've got that kind of shadow board, you know, the board. And even yeah. even conceptually, you might actually have secretly have members of the board in both major factions. <laughs> We're the same people, you know, quietly. Nice. Well, you Gotta easily have... can. You easily can have that happen in a setup like mm-hmm. this, actually. That's good. I like that. Okay. That would be the setup for Ring Corps. So now, what do we want to do with the Prime Foundation? I see it more of a... Um, it's still going to have the corporate... But it's, I think it's yeah. more of a cult of personality. There's somebody at the top. If we're going to use the Apple oh. me- metaphor, <laughs> then you're going to have to have your Steve Jobs there at the top. And maybe he's not there anymore, but maybe we're, we get back to that. You know, he's gone, but they're making everybody think he's still there. Well, they would also have a CEO and such, but maybe it's something more modeled on the media. Maybe they were the big media guys. Both will have big major media outlets that work for them. Right. But I'm thinking that maybe Prime is more closely related to their media. Does that make sense? Right. I can see that. So I'm thinking in terms of cult of personality that maybe you'd have, ooh, also, uh, an aside, I think Prime actually still has a, has kind of a space... They may have space planes. Oh, yeah. They got Virgin Galactic on their side. Right, yeah. I don't know that Ringcore went that direction, you know? And Probably the, not. Not as much. And that's, and that's, Maybe they wanted to, but... And that's why, the, that's why Prime controls the satellites, because the <laughs> they can maintain them. That said, was Prime the one that staged the alien invasion, or what's the... <laughs> or whatever? Hmm. Or was it Ring Corps? No, I, I don't know that it that was completely. Maybe it's that shadow. No, the the shadow. The, the shadow, shadow cabinet. Shadow the government. shadow cabinet. The shadow corporation. The shadow. I don't know. It's those. Yeah, there's some vestiges of the people from the, the shadow company. The previous. Uh, yeah. Government. Yeah, but, they split up into both. I like that. There's like a shadow company behind everything. That's good. I like that. Okay. Got to feed those conspiracy theorists out there amongst us. Yes, indeed. Indeed, sir. So let's see. Uh, a cult of personality structure would work, I guess, based on... Uh, or at least that's one of those drive ah, forces for it. Okay. What if What if their organization is more like... What if their outreach, I should say? Organization will be similar and they'll have a CEO and such, but what if their outreach with their customers, as it were, which is everybody, is more like a reality show? Where it's you have certain individuals featured at different times and you vote on different things. I could see it. And that also extends into their entertainment programming. But maybe, here's an idea, maybe what they do is that they pretend that they're doing something that's completely open. Whether it actually is completely open or not is another matter. But where it it seems like it's very open and very democratic where people sort of all vote on what the best thing is. Right, but they're controlling the outcomes. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. They they can rig it any way they want to, really. Yeah, I like it. These companies are both bastards. I don't know if I'd want to live in this world. <laughs> That's why you're going to push off and move to Australia or uh, South America. Or... That's a good point. But actually, no, this breeds good conflict, which breeds good plot. Right. So very sort of democratic seeming. Right. Oh, yeah, there's, there's the illusion, because that's important. And so... I've been saying it would be similar as far as corporate structure would go. Would it be? Would there be a different corporate structure for this one? Or That's what I was saying. I, I think at least outwardly, that's why I, I said the cult of personality, that there is a, a Steve Jobs kind of yeah at the top of Prime Core or Prime... Oh, well, of course, I've just missed in my brain the easy out. The president. The president of the company. Right. So, you know, and he might be a figurehead, but he's that binding force in their country. Right. And they vote for the president. Right. And that's, okay, yeah, perfect. They're able to carry over that idea from countries that had presidents as though it's the same thing. Right. I like that. I like that a lot. So there's like a president and perhaps a vice president for the company, and but it's really all still a, a corporation. I like that. Okay, cool. Okay, we've got those details and... All right, so I guess we need to, let's see, what do we need to still name? We have the names of the two major companies, which is important. I think maybe we need to name their media outlets, just because I think that would be important things in this world, uh, if that makes any sense. Okay. Right. 
So you mean like Fox News kind of thing? Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. Or just whatever the media, AOL, Time Warner, uh, right. <laughs> Google, that kind of thing. Well, there's whatever. obviously obviously the Prime Network. Or the the Prime, Prime Network. So, Pri- so that one's named after the government? Right, or the Prime Directive. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prime Network, which follows the Prime direct- Directive. Couldn't resist. Yep. No, I, I, I like the Prime Network, which would then oversee all various media. TV and newspapers and web are all the same thing. And they only point. use channel numbers that are actually They're prime. Prime numbers. Excellent. <laughs> so they have a heavy prime number theme. Good, mm-hmm. good. And they got Madison Avenue, so we can... Yeah, and that actually is the... Uh, it's hard to say that what is the most important city in a uh, in something where it's like, well, the location is almost meaningless now. Right. But do we want to have there be important cities just as far as population density? Well, the, uh, right. Well, obviously, you've got the, the population ma- density. Major plot locations, that kind of thing. Well, and that's, I would think that would be more key because you're going to have to have places where the arenas, where these games take place. The question is do you have them in your territory? Do you have them in neutral? Do you have them in the third world, so to speak? Yeah. I would say that maybe both. You can fit a stadium in any major city. Well, I see, but I, I, I much more see it as a, oh, here's a valley. Oh, yeah. Ten miles by ten miles or something like that. Maybe they do a lot of that over, like, the, well, I don't know if they do it over the Rockies. But I guess it's, if you go further south, uh, so, yeah, like Arizona. Right. Well, uh, you'd have, yeah, you'd have to do there. Maybe the outback back of Australia, you know, those yeah. kind of sites where you, you would get together and the two sides would put together huge television coverage. Both slanted on their own. Yeah, I can see major sort of plots that people put together if they wanted to, sort of focusing in those areas. I'll come back to that in just a minute. Um, let's go ahead and name the second network. This is for the Ring Corps. The Ring, Ring Corps, yeah. I don't know if they'd also name it after Ring. It would probably be whatever their major media outlet that they deal with. It can be anything, really. I could toss out Ouroboros again. <laughs> that could be my theme here, you know. Yeah, that's nice. Self, yeah. So we we can come up with like general idea like reptiles, turtles, or something, and then look up different words that are associated with it. I want it to be fire. Fire. Okay. Well, that's true. It, you know, it's got a. But what is? Oh, like, that's right. We have ring, we have ring of fire. The burning. Um, that's what we're looking for here. So fire. Burning. Salamander. <laughs> that's both. That's both fire and lizard. <laughs> we got phoenix. You got a. Phoenix is pretty good. And that sort of fits into the resurgence, you know, coming up out of the ashes of the old government. Yeah, yeah. Although it is a Greek legend, so that's the only... Well, but there are Phoenix kind of things out of Asia, too. Hey, yeah, hang on. Asian Phoenix. I want to see if there's a... Or if they just call them Phoenixes. Feng Huang, the Asian Phoenix. The Feng Huang Network or the Feng Huang Constellation? The males are called Feng, the females are called Huang. Modern times, however, such a distinction as gender is often no longer made, and the thing and longer blurred into a single feminine entity, so the bird can be paired with the Chinese dragon, which has male connotations. The Feng Wang constellation. Is any, can't is any of the sounding interesting yet, or do we need to <laughs> do we need I to like, play with it some more? I like the Feng Wang. The Feng Wang, but then Feng Wang, but then we need to uh, give it a. It's not going to be network. It's going to be you know. Yeah, it could be like the Feng Wang cluster constell. Uh, Constellation is an interesting term for it. Um, yeah. Cluster's not bad, or... Yeah, a, a bunch of radio stations together are called a cluster if they're part of a, a larger company. Um, media outlets. Let's see what they are called. Uh, the Feng Wang System. Beacons. Feng Wang Company. Feng Wang... Mm-hmm. This is the name uh, of their network. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's why I'm, I'm trying to think of... Uh, I'm going. My brain's going back to CBS, NBC, ABC. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Oh yeah, Feng Wang Broadcast. Feng Wang, Feng yeah, the Feng Wang Broadcasting System. We want to do that. Sure. FWBG. It's actually it'd be FH, but. Uh, oh oh, Feng Hong. Okay. Feng Wang. Yeah. The FB. <laughs> <laughs> Having to do. FBS acronyms. I know. Feng Wang Broadcast System, or do you want to call it... Is System good, or do we want to use... System something? works. Yep. It's that merger between East and West, you know. Okay. And they have basically a lot of sort of fiery stuff, mythological sort of intimations over there. 
their mm-hmm. their logos and stuff like that. Awesome. Okay, cool. Now, there was a point I wanted to go back to. Oh, yes, that's right. So we think maybe a lot of major action then plot-wise would occur, uh, from what we said earlier, maybe somewhere in Arizona and then somewhere in the Australian outback. Yeah, that works. Okay. Do we want to say that there are new cities that have sprung up around this? Yeah. I think each continent has its own arena or game zone kind of thing. That's cool. That's cool. I like Including Antarctica. (laughs) Excellent. I would say that maybe we should just name the two main ones. Right. No, 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 I agree. I just... But uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. We need to do more with Antarctica. Giant mutant penguins are taking over. No, wait, no. That's something else. It's sea level. They're less than Antarctica. So actually, really, I think we should just like... uh, Okay, Eula, the outback would be Eulara or uh, Uluru. That's the native name for Ayers Rock. Oh, uh, U L U R U. I just yeah, know. it's the yeah, it's the native name for Ayers Rock. Okay, so we'll call that the Australian sort of city city state area where a lot of the interesting international stuff happens. Since Australia is more divided, I can almost see it being like a Casablanca type thing happening down there. Yeah, only much hotter. <laughs> <laughs> At least in the middle, yes, for sure. Yeah. Okay, and then do we want to say the other one's somewhere like it, the other divide between the two, like, say, around Arizona or somewhere like that? Yeah. Okay. Do we want to put it at one of the old cities or, or burn a new one? Want to use Tombstone or one of those dead cities? <laughs> Showdown. I actually, you know, there's a part of me that really likes the idea of using Tombstone. Or we could use Phoenix, again, as the, uh... Uh. I, feel, I want to use Tombstone. I want to use Tombstone, too. Okay. <laughs> Can't are you okay not? with Tombstone? Oh, yeah. Boot Hill, you know, the whole... Yeah. yeah. You have to forgive me, the uh, the draw of Deadlands, sadly, uh, it yeah. drags me inexorably in that direction. I understand. So maybe they even have kind of a, uh, a sort of a Western theme around... <laughs> their games, yeah. <laughs> their games. Awesome. They have showdowns at the several OK Corrals that they have created for the <laughs> Right, there's a, and there's like an inter-corporation cooperation council that goes between the two... And that's yeah. their job is to stage the games. They get reported on by the Tombstone Epitaph, which is now a virtual <laughs> newspaper. I love this. Okay, great. And, and the, that's like... The Eulera Monolith. And both have become locations for major media outlets. That's right. awesome. Okay. All right, I think we are about there. Does anyone have any other last-minute details they want to throw in here? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm good. Now, for purposes of referring to it, what should we call this world? It, it's Earth, obviously, but what sort of... Yeah, we don't, you know what I'm saying? We, we need to have a thing that we refer to it by, the X world or something. It need to be games or something or... Uh, contest, something contest-related. Yeah. Uh, I will return to the thesaurus. Yeah. Uh, Competition, challenge, uh, discussion, game, match, meeting, sport, testing, trial, trial. Ooh, I think go with trial somehow. It'd be nice if we can find something halfway between that and the sort of the future tech and the odd stuff happening. There it is. Hmm? Hmm? I said I I think there it is. You'll name it Earth Tech and then colon trials. Hmm. Ah. Or the the Earth Tech trials. There you go. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. We present to you the world referred to as by the moniker the Earth Tech Trials. Excellent. Cool. Once again, we're going to go ahead and dump all this information into the wiki. If you folks out there have any things that you want to do with this world, as far as writing stuff or putting it in games or what have you, feel free. It is an open world under Creative Commons. Just as long as you remember to attribute the podcast, we're good. And uh, so thanks very much for listening. And uh, I really need to come up with a better sign out. <laughs> Don't we? Oh. Uh, Take care, guys. Good one. <laughs> have a good one. Yes, you. <laughs> have as good one as possible. <laughs> have a better one. Me, I'm Go Learn Talk now. Bye bye. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Crucible of Realms. Do you have comments or a question? Have you used one of our settings? Tell us about it. You can contact us at podcast at crucibleofrealms.com or leave a review for us on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Or if you'd like to contact one of the hosts individually, you can find our emails on the website at crucibleofrealms.com. From there, you can check out the wiki with all the settings we've created so far. Those settings and this podcast are released under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license. The opening and closing theme was composed and performed by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. 